T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Fourth down and three, tied at six. 23 seconds on the clock. A win here and a Bills win would give the Dolphins a playoffs. It's up and it is good! Wow, biggest kick of the year for Jason Sanders. And he comes through. With 18 seconds left, the Dolphins lead it nine to six. What a big kick for Jason Sanders. All right, here we are, third and 19 as we come up on five minutes left. Two receivers right, one to the left with Hunter Henry. Jones back to pass, looking down the middle of the field. Post pattern to Henry, intercepted by Matt Milano. Coming out to the five, to the 10, has blockers in front, out to the 30, and tackled at the 40-yard line. It's another red zone takeaway for Buffalo. Back to throw, they're gonna throw it and try to run around and they get it to Wilson. Wilson throws it back to Flacco. Flacco, you don't want him to have it. He throws it to another one of the up, and they're going backward toward the end zone. And this one is over. It's taken by the Dolphins, and it's safety. So the final score will be 11 to six. Miami with the win. And right now, the Patriots are losing to the Bills. The score is 35-23 with 3.19 left. Jimmy, doesn't matter how you get there, you want to get to be one of those seven teams. The Miami Dolphins are going to get a chance most likely to go to Buffalo, where they had a great game against them a couple weeks ago. I would say it feels tremendous. That doesn't mean that wasn't the goal, is just to get to the playoffs. However, understanding you know, all involved, people that have been within the organization for 30 plus years, a fan base that hasn't seen their team go to the playoffs since 2016. You just talk about a lot of people involved. Uh, it's, it's very fulfilling for the way it happened. Guys were very energized about their output during the season, right around the bye week, and then to take five losses in a row and for guys not to quit because it is so much easier to quit. Very, very proud to you know, be called the head coach of this team. You check your pulse if you're not fired up. The Miami Dolphins are going to the playoffs, Crowder. Hey, hey that's what I'm talking about. Fins Talk up. about it. Fins up. Miami Dolphins are going to the playoffs. The last trip to the playoffs 
was 2016. I think we all remember that because that was the Matt Moore gigantic hit over by the sideline. And Ooh, yeah. um, that was, uh, you know, hey, did Ryan Tannehill lead them to the playoffs? Is this considered a Ryan Tannehill playoff, even though that he wasn't playing? The last playoff win for the Dolphins was 2000, the year Damn. 2000. They beat the Colts in overtime. Do you know who the quarterback was? Fiedler. It was Jay Fiedler. Yeah. When you do radio since a playoff win, you kind of get those names locked in. <laughs> you really do. Yes. You, I was looking at that roster. Let's see if I have it open on one of these tabs. Jay Fiedler, Lamar Smith, Tony Martin, O.J. McDuffie, Aronde Gadston, Autry Denson, oh. Jed Weaver, Rob Conrad was on that team. Damn, lots of guys I know. How about that? Let me look at the defense here. Uh, Zach Thomas, Brian Walker, Brock Marion, Pat Sertan, Jason Taylor, Daryl Gardner, Robert Jones, Sam Madison, Tim Bowens, Kenny Mixon, Trent Gamble, Trace Ooh. Armstrong, Arturo Freeman, Larry Izzo, Tuan Russell, and Jerry Wilson. That was a defensive team. I, 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 I'm going to say I low scoring game. That one was. How about that? So, uh, but I would say this. Tell me where you uh, fall on this. And by the way, uh, welcome to a Monday show. I'm glad that we're able to talk about the Dolphins going to the playoffs. I really enjoy this more than what I'm doing right now, which is watching NFL Network because it's Black Monday and people get fired today. And we're certainly in no, da no danger of that because they have a game to prepare for yes. on Sunday. Um, Lovey Smith got fired yesterday. I'm going to steal Solana's headlines here, I'm sure. Uh, Lovey Smith got fired yesterday. Cliff Kingsbury got fired today. And I just saw right now on NFL Network the general manager, Steve Keim, of the Arizona Cardinals. He has resigned as well. So there'll be uh, changes, but I, I don't think that'll be the end of changes, but I'll keep an eye on that. But um, for the, uh, for the Dolphins, I believe this Crowder, you tell me what you think. I believe Tua Tonga-Vailoa led the Miami Dolphins to the playoffs. And if not for him, they are nowhere close to being a playoff team. Oh, 100%. You hit it on the head. We've seen them with him, without him, and they are not the same team. Tyreek Hill had two catches yesterday. Like, just look at how that offense looked without him. Same guys, same same people running down the field, Hawk. Tua Tango-Vailoa is a playoff quarterback. He is a guy that can take your team to the playoffs. There's a lot of there's a lot deeper conversation about it, but he is a playoff quarterback. Right. there. See, that's the thing. Crowder pointed out there. So all we're saying is one thing. One thing does not mean the other thing. There's a deeper conversation as to whether he can lead you to a Super Bowl, whether he can stay healthy for the remainder of his career. We get it. But I am telling you, 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 you watched the, the Dolphins when he wasn't out there. I mean, yesterday was a slog to get mm. to 11 points, really nine points. But it was a slog. And by the way... You're not going to be able to do that against Buffalo. You're not no, going to be able no, to hold them to six points. So uh, something something will have to uh, be a little bit different. But I, we're, we're in agreement then. Tua, this is Tua's first playoff season, right? He led them to the playoffs. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You agree with that, Solana? I do. Yes, I do. 
Okay. Um, just looking at here on the it, NFL Network, they have a picture of Jeff Saturday up, and I'm just wondering if anything's going on here. Jeff Saturday, 1-7 as Colts interim head coach, but uh, no word yet on his future with the Colts. He better not be the head coach. Come <laughs> on, man. Well, that first game, though, I called it. Listen, I'm throwing my name in the hat if he gets a real job. <laughs> hey, guys, I've been talking football for 10 years. You don't think I'm ready? Right. Um, so, anyway, there's a lot to get to today. We're going to talk plenty of Dolphins. Will Manso from Local 10 is going to join us. Um, we've got s- still to, to talk about Panthers in the heat, which I'm sure Solana will cover here in the, uh, in the headlines, but really it'll be, uh, Dolphins this week. I'm super, uh, super excited about it. Ben Volin will join us today from the Boston Globe. You know, his Patriots, uh, they look good in the first half or they hung with Buffalo in the first half, but then Buffalo just outclassed them. But Ben Volin covers the NFL for the Boston Globe, and he can update us on all the coaching changes that are happening or will happen and what went on with the Dolphins and so on. So let us begin today's show as we prepare for a wild card game on Sunday. Let's get headlines with Alejandro Solana live from El Portal. <laughs> Okay, Mr. Producer, El Portal. (laughs) It's cute. Inside joke, I get it. (laughs) I was like, oh, am I going to be able to reel him in on this or not? I didn't want to say it. What do I say? This sports update is driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. You're missing a couple ums in there, by the way. A long, <laughs> drawn-out um. Why buy your truck at a car store, Palmetto <laughs> Ford? Funny. We know trucks. Um, really quickly, because there's actually some uh, breaking Dolphins news regarding Ooh. Raheem Mostert, who was injured in the game yesterday. Uh, but you mentioned the Patriots looking pretty good in the first half. There was potentially one scenario at play yesterday, one scenario that would have been worse the only potential worst scenario than Joe Flacco keeping you from the playoffs in 2023 is Devontae Parker scoring two <laughs> touchdowns You're and leading kidding, the Patriots to a win over Buffalo to keep you from the playoffs. Banging my head against the wall as, as all of a sudden another Devontae <laughs> Parker highlight comes in. <laughs> <laughs> the man's healthy. The man can play now. Yeah, that is true. Um, so uh, Ian Rappaport just tweeted out that Raheem Mostert had himself a really good game yesterday uh, before he had to leave because of injury. He has a broken thumb, so his status is in doubt, obviously, versus the Bills on Sunday. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, you know, it. it I, I, don't, I don't know what this week holds, right, because Teron Armstead missed the game. I don't know what the plans are for Tua. Obviously, you can't <laughs> – can't run the ball as well if you don't have Raheem Mostert. Tyreek Hill was banged up, even though he was returning a punt at the end of the game. You know that there's something going on with his ankle. So Jalen Waddle walked off the field, waddling, to be quite honest. Like, yeah. it was a, a strange gait that he had. So I, I I don't know about Sunday, man. We'll have to obviously uh, keep our fingers crossed on that. I know about Sunday already. I, I know what's going to happen, huh? <laughs> 
Not, not to be the downer of everybody's all Monday right, victory. All right, Mr. Producer. <laughs> <laughs> this guy knows everything. The, the, the official early lines were Buffalo Bills minus seven if Tua starts. Buffalo Bills minus 10 if Teddy Bridgewater starts. And Buffalo Bills minus 14 if Skylar Thompson starts. Take them in all three. All three. I'm yes. with you. I'm with you. Tua, Tua, to me, obviously is the wild card because they did beat them uh, with Tua early in the season and hung with them towards mm-hmm. the end on the road in, in uh, cold conditions. So, uh, But I, I just don't know what the plans are. And I listened to the Mike McDaniel press conference. He speaks today at 4.30. We'll air it for you live. I listened to it yesterday after the game, and you know he was asked about Tua. And he said the same thing that he said last week. If it concerns game time, does not matter because until he has cleared concussion protocol, we're not, you know, even thinking about him in football. So, yeah, we beat him by two down here. They beat us by three up there. Fully healthy, our roster and their roster can play a real football game, and it's going to be close. Yep, we're not fully healthy, and it's bad. Bad positions and situations our injuries are in. Yes, agreed. That game is Sunday, 1 p.m. That's the Dolphins' wild card game in Buffalo because the Bills beat the Jets 35-23. to And um, a couple other notes from the NFL in terms of who's in, who's out. So the Packers ended up losing yesterday to the Detroit Lions. You guys see that play at the very end of the game from the Lions where Goff throws like a check down to one of his receivers, and then DeAndre Swift was running like a wheel route around him, and he he just like laterals it behind him, and they're able to pick I up. Don't, a I don't think yards. it was a check down. I think that was a planned hook and lateral. Yeah, yeah, but it it wasn't. The, typically, a hook and lateral is in the middle of the field. Like this was behind the line of scrimmage. All of it took place. Mm, that, no, that didn't take place behind the line of scrimmage. It looked like it. Like the the player kind of no, just stood it, no, up right a, on the line of scrimmage. It was a forward pass for a couple yards, and then he lateraled it backwards. They they, they were just trying to. They, I mean, they pulled out all the stops. They had nothing to play for other than to keep Green Bay out of the playoffs. But that that, that was a typical hook and ladder. Yeah, but it was it was weird because they came from opposite sides of the field. That was that yeah, was no, why it, it looked so crazy. And the the setting for which they did it because they were very rarely do you do that just to get a first down to keep someone else out of the playoffs. Like you keep that stuff, you know, in your wheelhouse for, for later on. It was, I, 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 I just love Dan Campbell, man. I, I love, <laughs> he was great yesterday. His nose was bright red. He looked like, ever see the movie Everest? I mean, that yeah. dude looked like he, it looked like he needed to go back to base camp one. Nickel <laughs> was hurting him. <laughs> I'm looking at the replay, by the way. Yeah, it all happened behind the line of scrimmage. I mean, you guys, you guys couldn't be more wrong, and you're, you're telling me I'm wrong and I'm right. Yeah, so. I'm not so certain. Okay, I'm sending you the video right now. Okay. I mean, it, it's clearly all behind the line of scrimmage. So yeah, you're, you're welcome, so listeners, for giving you the correct information. <laughs> we'll move on here. Tell you this. If they use that in a real game that matters, it's nothing. It's nothing when it happens, Solano. Okay, that's not the point, though. The point is you guys are denying it was behind the line in scrimmage. You're calling it a regular hook and lateral, and it wasn't. It was. Okay, it wasn't. Anyways, 
the Miami Heat, they split their weekend games, beat the Suns to wrap up that five-game West Coast road trip. And they got absolutely hosed last night by the officials <laughs> at home. Jimmy Butler should have been fouled. Jimmy didn't even think it was a foul. Oh, Jimmy Butler's being too modest. I mean, you're a superstar. <laughs> you deserve that call at home. It was ridiculous. They got hosed. And when the two-minute report comes out and says it wasn't a foul, I'm printing it and tearing it up and then setting it ablaze because that's ridiculous. I believe that two-minute report is going to say that it was not a foul. I agree. And I'm going to yeah. literally print it and flush it down the toilet. But Jimmy said it wasn't a foul, that he needs to make that basket, Stop. which, by the way, he does. Stop. He just can't just get like fined. Just like he needed to make that three to tie the game the other night. Bingo, Hawk. Thank you. He just can't get fined because he's got too much money in that coffee business. That He, he, can't, he, can't, risk any, he can't risk any out, uh, any fines. They host Oklahoma City tomorrow. Panthers split their weekend games as well. They beat Detroit 3-2 to two on Friday. They lost to the Dallas Stars 5-1 to one last night. I'd love to see the ratings from that game. <laughs> <laughs> they play uh, the Avalanche tomorrow night, 9-30. Okay. Uh, Canes women's basketball deserves some love. They Let's beat go. number 9 Virginia Tech by 11 points yesterday. That's their second straight win over a top 25 team. Coach Katie Meyer will join us tomorrow. Very excited to talk to her. And Bill Belichick says he'll be back for another season. <laughs> <laughs> Knock yourself out, Bill. Have, have the greatest time in the, in the world. <laughs> what, what else is he going to do? We'll talk to his wife. Yeah, Matt, like, like that monotone. guy. I mean, you know, certain people are uniquely prepared for life outside of their career. Other people are not uniquely prepared to do anything but what they're doing. And I don't, I don't think his loved ones want him to leave the, the Patriots, right? I mean, the, no. that, dude, that dude needs to be coaching. Mac Jones wants him to leave the Patriots, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, but they don't. Looking at these coaches that are good, what, they want Lovey Smith or Chris Yeah, Kingsbury? I was going to say, they're going to end up with Lovey Smith there. <laughs> <laughs> your weather, it's sponsored by Demesman and Dover Law Firm, your accident attorney. Did you see what Lovey Smith did yesterday, by the way? No. So – the, the Houston Texans had the number one overall pick locked up in the draft. And they were losing by a huge margin to Indianapolis. And then he orchestrated the greatest comeback in <laughs> Texans history yesterday. And they won the game. And now the Chicago Bears get the number one overall draft pick. I mean, literally, it was it was done. It was signed, sealed, and delivered. Because I had seen someone tweet out today, yesterday, right after the game, after the Texans game ended, I saw NBC Sports in Chicago tweeted out a picture of Lovey Smith, and it just said, build the statue. And then after, after he did what he did, and then he got fired, uh, someone had tweeted out, ultimate chef's kiss from Lovey Smith on the way out. <laughs> was just tanking their number one overall pick. And what, look, this is bad for Lovey. He, he gets a the terrible, worst roster in the NFL, and now he's supposed to win games. Like The Texans don't know what the hell they're doing. Uh, I agree. I will tell you that from every Texans game that I watched this season, which was, you know, sparse, but he looked completely disinterested. In that team. And I understand it. Like, I get it. I don't, I don't, you know, but he looked completely disinterested. It didn't look like a guy that was fired up to, uh, to begin a rebuild. Those <laughs> coaches know what's about to happen. Don't get it and, twisted. Nobody oh, to play. I know they, 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 
They speak Super Bowl to you every camp. I've been a part of some teams. Them coaches know what the hell's about to go on them game starts. <laughs> the fact that they came back yesterday and won to lose themselves, the number one overall pick, is just shocking. Yeah. Now, that's the sound. Taking a whole season is impossible. Two quarters, Hawk, there's a time to have that phone call. <laughs> oh, listen, if, if like he obviously knew he was on the way out because if yes. you think you're going to be around and you're going to get the number one overall pick, honestly, all you have to do is run the ball in the second. You're losing by a ton. Just keep running the ball, running clock. No one's going to investigate you. No one's paying attention to the game. There's literally no one watching the game. So no one's going to know. To come back, to, to fight your way back and then win that game is just funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> and now the dude gets paid for three more years. Oh, these coaches, these coaches that the, that the deals, man. Goodness gracious. I saw your friend Hugh Jackson pull up to Grambling in a, uh, I call it a Maybach, but uh, Solana yelled at me. It's Maybach. Maybach. Yeah, I call it a Maybach. Yeah. Did you see that, uh, that video of uh, Hugh Jackson with the Maybach? Yeah, the Maybach had yeah. on a chain, had on all the yeah. Louis bags and Gucci <laughs> yeah. bags, and yeah. now, yeah, you know what? I don't, I don't like to to count other men's pockets, but I have been to Coach Jackson's house, and it's not a shack. It's well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like the the dude was terrible in the NFL. I know he is your friend now, and I know you've been to his house. I know he's a good guest on the Pivot. That dude was terrible in the NFL, and that guy made a fortune. Well, he got the short end of the stick. Speaking as a friend, ah, eh, did he? <laughs> give love, give 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 Lovey, give Hugh Jackson, give him, a, you know, give him Patrick Mahomes. Let's see what they do. Oh, I got you. I'm telling you, that guy made a <laughs> a vault full of money. He may have gotten the short end of the stick on the playing field. He got a vault full of money. Yeah. Hold on. I'm trying to look up how much he's made in his career. Got to be well. I'll say twenty, thirty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's not Grambling's Maybach. No, that's Coach. That's his. Yeah. Coach got assistance. Coach got all kind of stuff now. It, these coaches live good. It just doesn't get publicized like the players. Anything else, Solana? Yeah, guys, your weather from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm, youraccidentattorneys.com, free consultations 24-7-866-954. More. It is sunny in South Florida, 81 degrees currently in Miami. Tonight, your lows will be in the mid-60s. That is your weather. Will Manso from Local 10. He joins us next here live from. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. All right, Miami. Hawk and Crowder. It's another Dolphins Monday. It's time to. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, 
original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Gotta let feels good play a little bit because everyone's feeling good. Or, I don't know, maybe there's a sense of foreboding. I don't know. We'll see what Will Manso thinks. Will Manso joining us on the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Will Manso, sports director and anchor at WPLG Local 10 here in Miami. He was out uh, at Hard Rock Stadium yesterday for... The grind, I think we can call it a uh, a grind. Um, Will, after all the ups and downs, Dolphins, they are indeed a playoff team. And that's the, the first, you know, season of the Mike McDaniel era. So overall, in your estimation, was the season beyond expectations, below expectations, or right about on the money of what expectations were? I think, honestly, it's right on the money based on uh, some of the things you saw that were positive, the development of Tua, the way the offense looked when it was clicking and everyone was healthy. Obviously, the negative, five-game losing streak, all the injuries, I think it kind of balanced it out, and the record says as much, right? I mean, 9-8 and eight is just above, right, middle of the pack, and to make the playoffs, sometimes you just have to be above that. I mean, every year you see teams in that range that sneak into the playoffs, get a playoff spot. I don't think there's anything wrong with feeling good that they took some steps forward and made the playoffs. But I think anybody that's realistic knows that they wanted more. I mean, the goal was higher, especially as good as they looked, you know, a month and a half ago and the way things derailed with all the injuries. And Will, something else, and we know we've actually had a lot of these conversations with you through this season and last season, but Tua is a playoff quarterback. He's, he took a team to the playoffs, mm-hmm. but can we call him a playoff type quarterback moving forward? Are you comfortable saying that? I mean, I want to say it right, but we haven't seen it. And this is it, – it, it reminds me, and I'm sure you guys have discussed it or thought about it and, and your listeners the same. I mean, it feels like 2016 where we were always having this discussion about what Ryan Tannehill could be, and then Matt Moore ends up being the start of the playoff game because of all the injuries and they get demolished. And, and now all of a sudden Tua takes this step forward. And, and Channing, I mean, I think he is a playoff quarterback. And I think if anything, look – Obviously, his health is the focus, meaning not just short-term, but long-term. I mean, is it going to be a question about him being able to stay healthy? That's a legitimate question once he gets beyond the scare of what he just went through. But I think when you see what this offense didn't do, you know, in the last few weeks without him and how bad they looked and then how good they looked with him, I mean, the stats don't lie. I mean, I think the Dolphins averaged around 28 points a game when two was the starting quarterback. They averaged a little bit over half of that when he wasn't. I mean, that's a big difference. So if that's not a big-time quarterback or a money quarterback for your offense, I don't know what is. I mean, clearly he makes a difference, and they're going to miss him Saturday if he doesn't go or Sunday if he doesn't go, and it sure seems likely that he won't go. Yeah, I mean, he led them, we talked about it, to the playoffs. That, that was Tua's doing. Led Absolutely. them to the playoffs because you saw yesterday was a, a slog. So if he doesn't play on Sunday, and, and again, I mean, we'll find out more as the week goes on. If he doesn't play on Sunday, do you give them any kind of puncher's chance to beat Buffalo? Because you're not going to hold Buffalo to six points. No, I mean, look, it, it would take the ultimate miracle of game plans by Mike McDaniel. Part of it, I hope, is what he saw yesterday is that when they just run the football, Mike McDaniel's offense, as dynamic as it can be, sometimes as simple as running the football with some of the dynamic play calls he has, can be effective. Now, you say that, right? And then you find that Raheem Mostert, I saw him in the locker yesterday, he had a wrap around his thumb. Now, this reports from NFL Network that he's got a broken thumb. I mean, 
it, it, again, it doesn't end with this team, the bad luck that they have. And I get injuries are part of the season, but, man, they're really piling on. But I think if they run the football and, and just sort of play that bend-don't-break, if you could somehow bog down Buffalo as they get in the red zone, hold them to field goals, you maybe can hang around. And if Teddy Bridgewater starts, I think Teddy is good enough that he can throw the short passing game. You, you can't really expect it to be a deep passing game like it is with two of the intermediate deep passes. But you can just get the ball to your playmakers. You hope Tyreek's ankle's okay. And then maybe you have a chance in the fourth quarter. Again, I'm saying best-case scenario. I think we all know Buffalo at home, all the emotion they've already been through in the last week, unfortunately, with all the things that have happened, on top of them being really talented. And it looks to be healthy. I mean, their quarterback is healthy. Their playmakers are healthy. That's a big difference in a game like this. Is McDaniel going to be questioned? Because he took he took a team to the playoffs in his first season, but we know the context of losing five in a row mm-hmm. and having to sneak in. Is that yeah. is 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 he just a first year playoff quarterback? I mean, playoff coach, or do you have to question the the streakiness of this team? You absolutely have to question it, Channing. And and when I say question, I don't mean question of meaning his job is on the line because I think you know the reports that came out last week and it kind of goes you know how it is with social media it picks up steam and all of a sudden it's like Mike McDaniel the hot seat. I don't think Mike McDaniel's in the hot seat. I really don't. I don't see why he would be because, I, again, similar to what I talked about, Tua, we saw enough to know that he can really change this offense and fix this team. And when the players responded to him, the players genuinely like him and respect him in the locker room, which, again, is a very important step. I mean, we know that that's, that's part of being a head coach. But the decisions as far as in-game, the, the risk he takes, you know, yesterday winning his first challenge, some of the fourth down calls, the aggressive nature, maybe he has to kind of look back in the offseason and say, okay, where can I push that? Where can I step back a little bit? We saw that a couple of years ago with Brandon Staley, the head coach of, of the Chargers. Remember that where everybody was like, oh, he's the new it guy because he takes chances. And then it burned them and everybody soured on him. And I think McDaniel's at that middle point where he's got to learn from some of the mistakes he's made. But I think he is a bright guy, obviously. I think he knows offense. The players respect him and he absolutely deserves another chance to show that he could learn from the mistakes he did make this year because there was enough good in my eyes to think he could lead this team forward. Will Manto from Local 10 is with us. Yeah, I think it would be folly to even consider. I don't even think there should be a meeting at the Dolphins facility about the future of Mike McDaniel. If that dude didn't earn himself, in my opinion, a second season, there's going to be warts with a first-time head coach. There always is. Of course. If that guy didn't earn himself a second season, then, then I don't know... Uh, Holy Hawks, before, you just said it, first-time head coach. I mean, you hired a young guy, right, who's never been a head coach. What do you expect? You know, you know you're going to – that comes with the package, right? You, you're not going to get a perfect head coach who knows every little thing. You have to kind of learn by your mistakes, and now it's about correcting it and learning. He was really funny in the post-game press conference yesterday, too, when they <laughs> he said uh, – he said, you know, I always appreciate Stephen Ross for giving me the job and believing in me. He said to the reporters, Crowder, he said, because, because you know how many teams were interviewing me for their head coaching position. And then there was a pause zero. and he's like, zero. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, he's, he's right. He's right. It was I, kind lo- of I, lo- I love, when it I love his, yeah, his self face. You know who else? I, f- I felt really good for him because, I, and he was, I, I thought he was, you know, he was good yesterday after the game where he was like, you know, Oh, I, I'm not a great podium speaker because I, I, I need a little time to kind of decompress and figure out how I feel. Um, I felt very good for him. Did you feel good for Jason Sanders yesterday, Will? I did. You know, it's, it's funny because he was – it's funny how – especially kickers because they could be so 
to fans, talk about dismissive. You just throw a kicker out of the street. You don't care on to the next one. It's not like quarterbacks where you, you want to have years to develop. Jason was such a dependable, reliable guy up until a few years ago. And then the last couple of years, it's kind of gone sideways. And then this year, he was the guy that every Dolphin fan wanted to toss to the street. Look, he may end up getting tossed to the street. He might not be back next year. But in a big spot, in a big game where literally nothing was working on offense, he made three huge kicks. And that kick, I mean, it's funny because you look at it's a 50-yard kick under pressure in that kind of game, knowing what's on the line is a huge kick. So I was really happy for him because he's a nice guy. After the game, he stood up there and, you know, he kind of, you know, he again, he knows it comes with the territory as a kicker. You know, the most popular guy, one minute tossing the street the next. But it, I was happy for him just personally, aside from the team, to be able to make those kicks. Well, one thing that McDaniel needs to do is get rid of this damn ping pong table. Because <laughs> I that's for the ping pong controversy. <laughs> I'm over it. Is anyone there interested in foosball? Is there a bump, how about bumper pool? I mean, de- no, I, I like, look, they have the arcade now. They're a hard rock. Go play in the arcade if you want, but stop it with the ping pong. Dig dug anything. We, we got to get rid of the pool. The ping pong. I'm done. I'm done played with football ping pong. my whole life. Covered the Dolphins 10 plus years. I've heard more about ping pong than I do. The damn, what? Enough. Blades of Glow, whatever that movie is about ping pong. Goodness gracious. Ping I'm over it. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was funny. A uh, what would David Ferronis tweet about that? What was the? I think I have that. Oh, they they won every game without it, right? And they lost all the ones. Dolphins are on a six-game like winning streak without a ping pong table in their locker room at the practice facility. A seven-game losing streak with a ping pong table. Present. There you go. Ping pong gone. That's it. <laughs> Question answer. Vote. Is there anything here that interests you? But <laughs> big wheels. Do, do people like to ride big wheels? Anything. Oh man. Read a bumper cars in the back. And they start building stuff. Anything besides ping pong. Cubert. Do I do I hear a Cubert? Uh, Will Manso from Local Ten. So uh, hey, were there a lot of Jets? fans at hard rock yesterday you know there were but it wasn't as much as usual i think most of them were kind of over like when i got to the parking lot yesterday getting over the stadium there i saw a lot but once you got in the stadium i give dolphins and credit they showed up they were loud and you know they treated it like it was i mean okay so it wasn't your team going for division the hottest team in the league like they were a month ago but i thought fans were great yeah there were some jets fans but they left crying so it's fine it's, it's all good <laughs> dolphins are going you, to the playoffs are you headed to buffalo you're going to buffalo I am. I, I, I just, uh, before I got on with you guys, I was on Amazon buying puffer jackets and stuff because, you know, my Florida <laughs> butt is going over there. Uh, I don't know what I'm, I look and I say, wait, it's it's not going to snow apparently, but it's going to be 24 degrees. I'm like, I can't handle 24 degrees. Yeah, that's cold. So, um, you know, I bought some puffer jackets, a little gloves, earmuffs, uh, hat, uh, thermal socks. I'm, I'm good to go. And, and Will, like, on what they play Saturday. Yeah, they're the first game Saturday. On Saturday, I really like we were I joked earlier, but it's kind of, you know, little I'm not joking. I know what's gonna happen on Saturday at one o'clock, just with the quarterback situation and all of this. Is there oh, anything they talking do? Sunday? No, they play Sunday. 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 Oh, that's right. Sunday. Yeah, yeah, okay, so one o'clock Sunday. Anything they could do on Sunday, even with a loss that encourages you? Because we know it's win or go home. I, I honestly I'm already encouraged based on what I saw with Tua. Like if Tua I don't think Tua's playing. If Tua played, I'd be very surprised. So I think at this point, what you get, you kind of hope you see, you know, you hope Tyreek, as good as he's been in the past against, you know, in playoffs against the Bills, 
mean, we've seen him in the postseason when he was in KC. Maybe he has one of those crazy games where he houses a couple from you know five-yard passes for 80 yards. He's certainly capable. Maybe you see something like that. But I think, Channing, big picture, you should already be encouraged by the weapons they have. Waddle is development in year two. I know he struggled a bit, but I really think, I mean, the last few weeks, I really think that's just the quarterback situation. Same with Tyreek. You know what you have there. I think, again, you go back to McDaniel, what you've seen there. I think the big question of the offseason, what are you going to do with Josh Boyer? What's going to change defensive personnel-wise? You, know, you, you bring Bradley Chubb over. Maybe the impact wasn't as big as you thought. What's going to happen with X? What's going to happen with Byron Jones? I think moving forward, there are a lot of questions. But I think encouragement-wise, I don't think there's anything that will really change the way I feel about this team. When two is healthy and clicking, this is a good team and a very good offense. And moving forward, you have to feel good about that. Yeah, when they were healthy during that winning streak and Tua was healthy, I mean, that was that was as good a football as we've seen down here in a long time. So yeah, I'm, I'm encouraged yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about Jimmy Butler last night. Was Jimmy Butler fouled? Uh, I thought so. You know, I, I thought it was a foul, but again – I, I, it's one of those plays of verticality, a guy going up, is he leaning forward? It's a, it's a tight call, and you know whistles at that point of the game don't always get blown. You know, it, the officials tend to kind of swallow that whistle. I thought it should have been called, but I also agree with Jimmy what he said postgame. He should have made the shot. Jimmy was up at the basket. He got banged, and he kind of took a bad angle off the rim. Uh, there was a shot there to be made, and I think Jimmy knows he should have made it, and he could have made it, you know. Uh, but I thought he got fouled. But, again, uh, there are bigger pictures there, too, though, Hawk. I mean, they, they didn't get the offensive rebound on the other end, of the, or the defensive rebound. The Bucks, or the uh, Nets got the offensive rebound. You know, they had a 6-8 point lead when Durant went out, and they blew it. So, to put it on one foul call, I don't think would be accurate. You know, they lost that game in those final minutes, and it wasn't just that last play. And we're only halfway through the season now. What, 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 what do we need to see? out of them to really, you know, not just to sneak in the playoffs, because NBA, everybody makes the damn playoffs, mm-hmm. but for you to be encouraged, they can compete in the playoffs. I thought last night, you know, I thought the what they went toe-to-toe with, you know, with the Nets all night long with that energy, you know, look, they got their limitations, guys, and I think it's no secret. They they have problems against length, and the Nets had length last night. I mean, Katie's a, a seven-footer. The way he moves around and Claxton and some of their big guys that they had in there, and Simmons is a big guy defensively. It's a tough Tough guy to drive against. We've seen it against Milwaukee as well. Even Toronto, when they're healthy, has given them problems. Their size and length is an issue. So I think moving forward, how do you combat that? You combat that with ball movement and energy and hustle. And I think if anything in the last few weeks has been encouraging is you're seeing more of that. You saw it last night. You saw it on the you know seven and two in their last nine road games. You've seen some encouraging things. They just have to keep it up. I do think that if they want to compete, though, they're going to have to address size. You know, somewhere along the line. As much as I like Orlando Robinson, and I think he's probably going to get more time over Dwayne Dedman, uh, there are going to be issues there with that link that they're missing, and they may have to address it if they truly want to be in position to compete against Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Boston come playoff time. Will Manso, local 10. Is Clay going up to Buffalo, too? Is this like an all-hands-on-deck situation? No, or, uh, he, just you? He, he got the cushion assignment. He's going to be covering the heat on Saturday in the ABC game. I'm going to be freezing. It's going to be one of those double boxes where Clay's in a, in a sport coat <laughs> at the arena looking slick, and I'm like in a parka with a hat and earmuffs on in Buffalo. I can't you wait. Gonna get, uh, you're going to go to Anchor Bar? You're going to get some Buffalo wings? I, I already talked to Cunho because apparently he's your food expert on the show, and we're going to meet up for some wings. Yeah, we're going to meet up for some wings. Do you want Solana to be involved in that? Solana, would you like to go with them? 
Yeah, hey, thanks for thinking of me, Will and uh, I like, Antonio. I appreciate I like, it. like I'm a parent trying to create a play date for the kid who didn't get asked. <laughs> hey, how about you, Solana? Uh, you want to go with the boys? You, you yeah, like wings too, don't you, Solana? If we have, let me see how big the rental car is. If we have room, maybe we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> would you ever? Would you ever order boneless wings while while at Anchor Bar? Oh, Clay and I have this discussion all the time. Absolutely. They could kick me out of the bar. I don't like sucking the bone and dealing with that stuff. No, thank really? you. I'm not dealing with that. You're no, a, boneless a boneless wing guy? Time out. Not always. I can deal with but if I'm like in a hurry and I just want to, yeah, I'm fine with boneless. I don't, I'm not like, oh, I can't have huh. a, you know, it has to have the bone. No, no, no. I'm fine. Interesting. I'm fine. A turn here at the end that I wasn't I'm good. expecting. I'm uh, good. Don't don't. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm out. Solana's <laughs> fine with his Uber Eats. Uh, yeah, you're you're good with Cuno. Have a have a great time. Yeah, but, have fun, but, Will. But but Will, I don't get this overwhelmed about a bone and a wing. It is it's not weird, that difficult. Right? The way that they talk about it makes it makes it seem like they're changing oil in a car, <laughs> and you've only got ten. Like you're like you're part of a pit crew or something. I mean, it's just it's eating a wing. I'm a little fufu. I don't like to eat. I don't like to get my fingers too dirty. I don't like to get. I don't like to fight with my food. I just want to eat it and enjoy it. And it's the Here, simpler again, the better. With the fight with the food. I mean, really, you're you're in the driver's seat when it comes to the wings because the chicken's dead. <laughs> but the bone still. The bone puts up a fight. There's a little spirit in the bone. It puts up a fight. Huh. All right. Well. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Will Manson from Local Tech. I'll send pics. Yeah. (laughs) Please do. Thanks, Will. Yeah. All right, guys. Like Solana, I'm good. You guys just go on your own. Imagine being at a being at Anchor Bar with Will and Cuno, and they've got two orders of boneless wings and extra napkins. It's like, huh? Doing here. (laughs) This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. All right, Miami. Hawk and Crowder. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.